Welcome back, Nodals. Thanks for the support by listening to the show. We send out our appreciation to each and every one of you for allowing our podcast to take up a little bit or a lot of your precious time. Please send us more of your feedback so we can make sure the show is better for you. I love that sound. We got it. We got it. Here we go. All right. What do we got today? We have something very special. Remember those after school specials, usually on ABC, mm. right? And, mm-hmm. you know, about parents molesting children or fathers being alcoholics or you're adopted and or your neighbor is like a drug addict. Do you remember those? Yeah. It's going to be nothing like that because those are sad and depressing and we don't want that. We want this to be fun and like an adventure. Yeah, something exciting. Very exciting. Maybe a little spooky, a little creepy. Yeah. So what do you got here? A special news story? Yeah. Yeah, I have something a little bit creepy. Okay. I don't have anything creepy. I got something a little odd, but I like creepy. So do you mind if uh, you started off? And I will comment as much as I can on everything you're about to say. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure you will. (laughs) I guess we only only have 35 minutes, I guess. So it's best if I just tone it the fuck down. I'll tone it down. (laughs) Maybe rein it in a little bit. A tiny bit, yeah. Yeah, hold me back, hold me back, hold me back. So this is a news story from KPRC2. What is that? Houston. Okay. News channel. It's in Houston, a news channel in Houston. Got it. So the headline is they can't let it go. Haunted Elsa doll returns to Houston family after being thrown out multiple times. So like frozen Elsa. Yeah. A frozen doll. Okay. Yeah. It's like a, like a, like maybe a six inch tall doll. So it's not a Barbie type doll. It's like a, like a plush one or like a, no, like a like a baby doll. Okay, like more, rubber you know, arms, like and the shit. bigger head, bigger yeah. bigger body. But it is Elsa but, from Frozen. Tall and stiff, but Elsa. Yeah. Okay. So on on Christmas of 2013, a Houston area girl was guilt- gifted an Elsa doll, and all was well until it wasn't. The doll recited phrases from the mo- movie Frozen and saying "Let it go" when a button on its <laughs> neck was pressed. For two years, it did that in English. Mother Emily said in 2015, it started doing it alternating between Spanish and English. And there wasn't a button that changed things. It was just random. Okay. The family's owned the doll for more than six years, never changed its batteries. The mother said the doll would randomly begin to sing even when it was switched off. In December 2019, the family decided to get rid of the doll. However, Elsa wasn't going to let this family go. Oh, I see what you did there. Despite throwing it out in the trash, the family found the doll inside of a bench in their living room weeks later. Okay, they threw it in the trash? Threw it out in the trash. Okay. And weeks later, they found it in a bench in their living room. So the kids insisted they didn't put it there. And the mother believed them because why would they dig through the garbage for this broken doll? Elsa completely, sorry. I was thinking a smart kid would think, we haven't changed the battery in six fucking years. There's something special about this doll. Let, let's let's break this one apart. 
and let, let's see how this fucker and takes. all of a sudden learns Spanish yeah. and starts speaking in English and Spanish that, that as a parent I would think that's pretty remarkable I wouldn't throw that shit away right that then to me the new story <laughs> I'd be freaked out at that point <laughs> The new story to me is, is this like a perpetual machine? Like, what the fuck is this? What kind of battery cells did it have? D, C, hydrogen? Like, what was powering this fucker? Yes. And sometimes you don't know because you never open up the back of it. Well, if you don't have to change a battery, why would you? Right. I mean, granted, if it started Spanish, I'd I'd probably open it to see if there was a button that might have been pressed. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. Or a switch. Unless they spoke Spanish. Because I don't speak Spanish, so if my toys are speaking in Spanish, it's not very helpful. So maybe they spoke Spanish, so they're like, this is cool. Bilingual? We're bilingual? This is awesome. Okay, I'll stop cutting you off. I'm sorry. I just have questions. (laughs) So after Elsa returned, she completely stopped operating in English and began only to speak and sing in Spanish. Once again, the family attempted to throw at Elsa. Emily's husband double-baked the doll and placed it at the bottom of the garbage can to be thrown away in trash day. The family ended up traveling and kind of forgot all about it. But when they returned, their daughter found her old friend outside of their house. What the actual fuck? Yeah, I have like Emily's Facebook post that kind of started this whole thing. So she writes, so when Ariella... Her daughter was about a year old. She received an Elsa doll. When you press the neck, it sings it, let it go in English or Spanish. Annoying little thing. We noticed over the past couple of years that it starts singing on its own, even when it's on the off switch. We decided to throw it away because it's several years old and seems to be short circuiting or something. Matt threw it in a garbage bag with a bunch of other garbage and took it outside and put it in the garbage can. Fast forward a week and we're looking for something. We open a big wooden bench in the living room and there's the doll on top of a bunch of blankets and stuff. Matt started yelling and I ran in. He definitely had thrown it away. There's no way the kids would have taken it out of the garbage. But we asked them about it anyway and they were completely confused. So after Matt and I argued about who was going to have to touch it to get rid of it, he finally got it in a garbage bag and tied it tight and took it back out to the garbage outside underneath a bunch of other garbage i don't even know what i think about this except nope so then a few days later after the holidays she says okay guys seriously we need help to recap for those of you who have not been following our doll saga matt threw it away weeks ago we found it inside a wooden bench so we tightly wrapped it in garbage bags threw it outside put it in the bottom of our garbage can underneath a bunch of other garbage and wheeled it to the curb and it was collected on garbage day. Great, right? We went out of town, forgot about it today. uh, Her daughter says, Mom, I saw the Elsa doll again in the backyard. So this doll showed up again. Well, I guess first people thought it was a prank. Yeah. Thought somebody was pranking them, putting different dolls around their home or whatever. And Emily, the mother, says the doll has some marker on her from my daughter coloring over the years. So I know the doll that reappeared was the original and not a replacement. Most people think it's a prank, but I don't understand how or when it was done, especially because the garbage truck had taken it away that day. 
So the family made one final attempt to get rid of the doll's old toy. The doll was mailed without a return address to a family friend in Minnesota. Uh, luckily for the family, the doll was received by her Minnesota friend who shared a final update on his Facebook. And he posted a picture of the doll, like duct taped to the front of his Jeep. <laughs> and the doll has not returned to the family. <laughs> and so, there's been no update since. So fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, totally creepy. And it reminded me of like, I used to have like kids toys that would just turn on randomly. I remember after my son's baby shower, we just kind of threw a bunch of toys in a box and just had them in the porch after the party. And I was kind of unloading stuff and dealing with the baby. And I heard from the porch, I can see you. Can you see me? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what the heck? So I went like creeped into the porch and it was this book with all these buttons all over it. And you, yeah. it was a story about like farm animals or whatever. And this sheep was hiding. So it's this <laughs> sheep saying, I can see you. Can you see me? And I was like, we're not having this toy uh, in the house. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Out it goes. <laughs> it's weird. My you're talking about sheep. I remember my kid was probably uh two years old, maybe a little bit younger, and she had an iPad and she had a bunch of apps on the little kid apps, right? Just to keep her occupied. And we drove to BC because my friend was getting married and we were in the wedding party. And a friend I hadn't seen in a long time was in the backseat of the car with my daughter, and we were driving, and then he just starts laughing. I was like, You're why are you laughing by yourself? He's like, This is definitely your kid. And I look over and go, yeah, yeah, it's my kid. He goes, no, no, I'm watching her play on her iPad. And there's like this farm. I go, yeah, the farm. And you touch the tractor and it makes the tractor noise. And you touch the chickens and they go like, you know, that are the turkeys. They go, like they just, everything had its own little noise. He goes, yeah. But when you touch the sheep, I go, does it go, bah? He goes, no, no, here, touch the sheep. So I pulled over, I grabbed the iPad, I touched the sheep and it farts in the face of another sheep. That sheep <laughs> rolls over and hits the ground and goes thud. My daughter is laughing and laughing. My friend is laughing. I'm laughing. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is a normal farm. And for some reason, the sheep farts into another sheep's face. And that sheep hits the ground and like rolls over in midair and lands on its like side on the ground. He's like, it's definitely your kid. I was like, yeah, that's pretty fucking funny. Why the sheep? I don't know. Is that something I'm, that sheep commonly do? I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I've, been, I've only been around <laughs> sheep in in Scotland, and all they did was go. Mah, mah, mah. That's all they did. So I, I didn't. Right. I wasn't around. You run around and stuff. Maybe their farts smell really bad from their diet. I have no idea. We should get a farmer on here and find out. Do you Do you know any farmers? We yeah, could there's just something something fall? more to that. Not sheep farmers. No, uh, we're living in the wrong country for that. Let's go to Scotland. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> interesting <laughs> there was a, a movie that my cousin and i used to rent when we were i'd say probably about 11 12 13 he had moved away to this tiny little mining town in bc and we would go visit like once a month my mom would drive out there and we'd spend the weekend there and it was actually a town that my mom lived in when she was a kid for a couple of years and the town was really really small did you ever you went to rock creek right do you remember rock creek when you lived uh, in I don't really remember. Okay. Well, do you know Mount Baldy for this, for snowboarding? Mm, yeah. If you yeah. drive if you drive past the road to Mount Baldy, you'll head to Rock Creek. Okay. So it's up that direction. Anyways, once you get to Rock Creek, if you take a fast like a sharp left, you head to this town called Beaverdale. 
And Beaverdale is like the one horse town. It had a mine, but it had one gas station, one hotel, one restaurant, one video store, and it was all one building, right? It's one fucking one stop shop. So we would go there to rent a movie. <laughs> yeah, we were there for the weekend. We'd, we'd always rent a movie. And for some reason, we always rented the same fucking movie. So we probably saw it like 11 times that year, but it was called Dolls. And I remember the cover on the VHS was just a doll holding its eyeballs in its hand and its eye sockets were empty. And we just thought it was like the creepiest, coolest oh thing. And yeah, it was about a bunch of people that got stuck in a thunderstorm and they pull up into this big, huge like mansion kind of thing. It's like two or three different carloads of people that all like they didn't know each other. And they all were asking for like refuge from the storm and the old man and old woman let them in. And then throughout the night, you realize that I think the old man was a doll maker, but he had like a room full of dolls. But after after everybody went to bed, all the dolls came to life and started murdering the people at the the house or the, oh, the guest house. But yeah, we rented that all the time. And I don't I've never heard of that movie ever again after that. So it's probably not very popular. It probably doesn't have any like big actors from the 80s in it. But when you're talking about the dolls coming to life and that that's what I'm thinking about is that that shitty movie in the that shitty town he lived in. I mean, I always had fun. They had an awesome <laughs> river and we go hiking and it was a great place to go like fuck around for the weekend for sure. But terrible for grocery shopping. Terrible for gas or DVD or, or sorry, VHS rentals before DVD, you know, like the old people used to have. Before DVD, yeah. Was yeah. it a blockbuster? No, it, it was <laughs> it was a no-name brand, mom, pa, one-stop shop. It was terrible. Like a general store slash video store slash two pump gas station slash hotel slash bar. Like it was it was everything. They probably they, made like a, operated the whole thing. They probably made a mint. Yeah. You can't imagine anybody else in town not going there daily for something. But town wasn't that big. No, it's called Beaverdale. Beautiful yeah. area in the mountains in BC. Pretty nice. No Elsa doll. It's not really full of entrepreneurs. No, because they would probably run them out of town. They, they wanted all of it. Yeah. <laughs> they were probably they were probably killing anybody yeah. who tried to open up a business in that town. Like that movie, what is that, House of Wax? The whole never, town is just wax people. Like in, in windows? Are they alive or are they just like... No, it's like people covered in wax. Like real people anybody covered that in wax. goes to that town. Yeah. Anybody that ends up in that town ends up a wax figure. Well, that sounds terrible. It was like a early 2000s teen uh, scream kind of movie paris hilton was like in that paris movie. hilton was yeah. in it mm-hmm. but i never saw mm-hmm. it yeah hmm. interesting yes it's good what would you do with your elsa Creepy. doll that kept coming back what would you encase it in cement and throw it throw it into the lake <laughs> i'd probably just throw it aside in the rain i've done that with a few toys too why would you yeah, do that? they didn't take out the batteries i don't think it's still weird I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it's something supernatural because that's way more exciting than, oh, there's just a glitch in the wiring and it went from Spanish to English. But you can't explain that the battery never being changed in six years. Was it six years? Or it, it coming out of the garbage back into their home. Oh, well, no, I firmly yeah, believe that years. it was alive. I'm just wondering how it had battery <laughs> power. <laughs> I like um, I like movies about haunted dolls and that. Well, me out, though. I had a I had a teddy bear I bought to kind of harvest its stuffing and it sat in my the corner of my room for like four or five months. 
Yeah. And it would just randomly change positions. Like one day it was upside down and its legs were flipped up and the next day it's on its side or whatever. An arm is up or down or whatever. Like it would always kind of move, but you know, I live with other people. So I always thought maybe (laughs) just somebody came and flicked it around or whatever. Yeah. But when it came time to cut it open, to get the stuffing out of it, I had to get my son to do it. Cause like, I'm freaked out that it's going to come back and haunt me. (laughs) (laughs) It just sat there. Like sometimes we make eye contact and like, I know it's fate because I bought it for a purpose, Yeah, but it didn't know it's fate. I think I feel kind of bad about (laughs) taking apart this. This is like a five foot tall stuffed bear. (laughs) Can you, can you buy stuffing? (laughs) You had to buy the bear to get the stuffing. Is there not a place to get stuffing? But I mean, $20 for a five foot stuffed bear or, you know, $10 for a tiny little big stuffing. Oh, I I didn't, I didn't know know, stuffing. Just being practical here. Okay. Sorry. I don't, I don't know the price of stuffing. I'm not well versed in (laughs) ripping apart stuffed animals and using their insides for whatever project you're using it for. (laughs) Yeah. I was kind of like the teddy bear has an operation. He used a scalpel. (laughs) <laughs> what what were you using the stuffing for? For amigurumi, little crocheted stuffed animals. Oh, okay, and you just found a more economical way to purchase it. Yeah. How many carcasses do you have lying around? It's two. <laughs> do you think maybe you should have a special <laughs> shelf for them? Yeah, and- I'm like, well, I mean, you could use the skin for something. You might as well use the whole thing. <laughs> Right? Are you a hunter? Of course you are. <laughs> Can you imagine over time that you notice when you put them on the shelf with no stuffing, over time they seem to get full? Like it just get bigger and bigger and bigger? My kids did wear one of the carcasses around, like as a joke. It would be funny to take the carcass and put it on another doll or something. You know, like when a, a gladiator <laughs> will wear like a lion skin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the next bear I buy. I'll drape the other one around its shoulders. How big was it? You said four feet? Five like feet? about four or five feet. You got to find yeah. some pretty big fucking dolls to put that carcass on. Oh my God. Turn it into a bearskin oh. rug. It's just the head. Oh. And the car- right? Yeah. Leave the head stuffed. Yeah. Do it up. Okay, next one. Next one. That would be awesome. Next one. You could have it in a doll room. <laughs> and then when people start to visit after a thunderstorm and that shit comes to life. That's how it works. Just just at the foot of my bed. Except you would hear the the word the song "Let It Go," but it would all be in Spanish. So I mean, being in Canada, they wouldn't understand. They would know the tune, but not the words. I always marvel at how a, a foreign language will redo a song in English, and although the words are different in that language, they still get the timing and the beat to work. I think it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I just wonder if it actually means the same thing. I don't know. Or like projects the same emotion or whatever. We probably need to learn some more languages in order to understand that better. You have time, right? Just mm, mm. in my sleep. Rosetta Stone, right? That that helps you learn. What is it's Rosetta a, Stone? It's like a way to learn a language quicker. It's like a program. Oh, like so. um, Bubble. Bub- There's another one too. There's a few of them. Yeah. Maybe if what? you listen to them in your sleep. I can't see how that'll work. I'd like to do that because I would like to learn more languages. I just don't want to tell people I'm mm-hmm. trying to learn subconsciously a new language because then I look like a <laughs> fucktard. And I don't want to look like a fucktard. I'm learning it subconsciously. Don't yeah. worry, I've got it. Just wait yeah. until we get there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like, gonna well, be floored. 
okay, dude, sure, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like that episode of uh, Happy Endings when Penny understands that language when she's drunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but mm. only when she's drunk, Italian Obviously. or something. Well, you just got to keep drinking. <laughs> Drink all the time. That's the only solution. Yeah. <laughs> you have anything else on your doll, Elsa doll, coming back to life? Or shall I move no, on that's, to that's it. something Let's that has on. no relation to your Elsa doll whatsoever? Except cool. there is a, a Disney connection, strangely enough, mm. which I just thought of right now since I didn't know what your topic was before I picked my topic. Yeah, I scoured the weird news web today looking for some fun stuff. I usually like to find stuff that is just fucked up. Just weird, just situations mm. where if you're in your car and you see it happening in front of you, you're like, am I being recorded? Like, am I on camera? Because this is way too fucked up to be like a real life thing, which I seem to be involved in those sort of things all a lot more <laughs> than regular people. So I don't know if I go out looking right for Right time, it. right place. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm in the right time, the right place quite a bit. <laughs> the universe is like drawing you to it. <laughs> well, my, I've got a, I've got a friend who I ran into in Disneyland. Right. Just uh, years later. So we graduated. So this is probably about eight years ago. I was in Disneyland lined up for a ride at like eight in the morning. And it was a Tinkerbell, not a ride, but you meet Tinkerbell. But the, it wasn't open yet. So I'm just lined up. And my kid, my my daughter is out there riding rides at eight o'clock in the morning while I'm lined up so she can meet Tinkerbell. It's like, yeah. so I'm like, fuck this shit. I want to be on rides. I don't want to be sitting here waiting. But while I was waiting, I see this girl that I, I recognize is like, she's pretty she's also pretty recognizable she's like bouncing up the hill towards me right she's like clayton i'm like stephanie so it's a girl i went to high school with just happened to be at disneyland the same time i had and i hadn't seen her in like 10 years right and, yeah of all the disneylands right right and we're just sitting there chatting for a bit she goes what you doing i go lining up so my kid can get a picture she goes me too they're on rides while we're lined <laughs> up aren't we the stupid parents I'm like stupid parents we're the good parents and the stupid parents. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that was going. Oh, yeah. And then she posted it online. And my friend posted. And he said, with Clay, the odds are ever in your favor. It made me feel good. Because Yeah. Right? Right place, right time. Horseshoe like up that. your butt? Is it like a horseshoe up your butt situation? Uh, I or like no? You just have good timing. I think you it listen might be... to your intuition so that you can come across opportunities like that. Yeah, I think a horseshoe would be like a lottery win, right? Or perpetual health, mm -hmm. something yeah. like that. Which mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still, I'm open to that. So if the powers that be want to grant me with millions of dollars that I don't have to earn, that would not be something I would be opposed to. Or mm -hmm. if I never had to visit a doctor again because I would just be healthy forever, I'm okay with that as well because not having health sucks. Anyway, weird news story. So the Belgian coastal town of Dipan organized the third European Seagull Screeching Championship. <laughs> right? So the jury chose good, to crown <laughs> the jury chose to crown a winner by using two categories. Number one, the best imitation of the bird's distinctive shriek, as well as how the contender behaved. Uh, I guess they had to act like seagulls as well. So like eating garbage and flapping oh. around, maybe. I'm not sure how a seagull would act, but other than what I've <laughs> like seen. Like getting get into character kind of thing to make yeah. the noises. They have to flap their arms and stuff like that. Yeah, and just pick up garbage off the ground and eat it. Sure, why not? With their feet, with their mouths? The, the, I mean, you want to win, right? You don't have hands. You're a fucking yeah. seagull. 
right? So it's all in, all in you're, single. Yeah. You're you, full you single. Are. are they dressed in costumes? I don't think that would be fair because somebody can make a way better costume. Okay. I don't yeah. know. Okay. I'll look into it about costumes, but I don't <laughs> I don't think that would be fair. I'm not a judge for this. So all of you listeners out there, I mean, if you're going to be joining that contest next year, I'm not going to be a judge unless they ask and then I'll happily do it. Mm-hmm. And I will allow they the might costume. after this. <laughs> Hopefully. So yeah, there are about 50 participants, including first timers wow. and, and returning champs. Each imitation was judged by a professional jury, which awarded 15 points for how well they imitated the seagull's sound and five points for their behavior. Still nothing about oh, costumes. Wow. So the more you sound, the, the better you sound, the more points you get. Yeah. So you could be a fucking seagull on your feet, flapping and eating garbage. You're still only going to get five points. Right? <laughs> I don't know if they do by the point by uh, like 4.5, 3.5, or it's just like a one, two, three, four, five. Anyway, mm-hmm. participating for the first time, Yormo, a 21 year old architecture student from the city of Eindhoven in the Netherlands, won the crown for the best seagull sound. Seagulls are often despised by the public because of their intrusive behavior, and the contest also aims at changing that image. So they're trying to wow seagulls into a positive. like raising awareness for for seagulls, trying to end the stigma. Yeah, the seagull stigma because the seagulls <laughs> are paying attention to this and they want to know that they fit in with everyone. Oh, they have representation <laughs> now, without asking. <laughs> so typical representation on the internet. We didn't right, ask you yes. to represent us, but thank you for doing that. Mm, so, a uh, bunch of white people. The the president of the jury. And the head of communications of the Flanders Marine Institute, his name is, or her name, I think it's him, Jan Says. I'm going to go with a him, Jan. So it's like John, but. Yeah, I know a Jan. Yeah. So here's his quote. We thought, why not get more sympathy for those seagulls? Because they are part of the coast. There's no coast without a seagull. But Okay. Thanks for being so insightful. (laughs) But yeah, he's the president of the jury. So he gets to decide if you're good enough to be a seagull or good enough to be a pretend seagull. Represent seagulls. So like, do they win, um, you know, like, like uh, Miss America type thing? Do they travel around and speak on seagulls' behalf, or <laughs> do they have some kind of mission? Do they win a title, or is it just a contest and maybe some money or something? Um, I'm just checking that out right now because I didn't see that in the article I had. They just talked about the awareness of seagulls, uh, which is important. Uh, absolutely. So the the reason that they want to raise awareness is from the creator of the competition. His name is Claude Willard. He said he was saddened by the bad reputation that the birds picked up. They were often called the rats of the sea and a nuisance to cities. Mm -hmm. But they belong to the coast like salt to the sea. So he wants to think of them more as a bird and not a rat of the sea. (laughs) Uh, I thought that was pigeons. Uh, pigeons Well, I guess that's not seas. No, they're more city, like urban. I mean, as a bird, you can fly wherever the fuck you want. So well, why do they have to? It's Isn't it weird like that, that pigeons aren't usually out by the sea? 
Maybe they find more food in the big cities. I, I I don't know how it works. It doesn't talk about what they what they get. It doesn't talk about what the prize is. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I'm so curious. Maybe I'll have to join the contest to see. I don't see why not. Uh, the only impression I can think of, of of seagulls is I remember I was walking around. This is where Disneyland meets up with your Elsa doll, the, mm-hmm. the correlation. I remember walking around Disneyland behind the Matterhorn next to the old, like the Finding Nemo ride, which is a shitty submarine. You you sit in a submarine and you look out the, the portholes and uh, you just see the story of Finding Nemo in front of you. It's mm-hmm. a very shitty ride. You're in a small enclosed space. You You smell all the other people. It's just fucking terrible. Oh. And uh, I, I usually don't go on the ride because I fucking hate it. But I, I was in that area and I'm just walking and all of a sudden I hear, mine, 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 mine. <laughs> and I'm looking around. I'm, I'm, I'm getting so fucking happy because I had no idea because I never go to that part of Disneyland because I don't want to ride. That's the only ride there. There's only one thing in that area and that's it. And I never go <laughs> there. And all I hear is the fucking mine, 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 <laughs> from Finding Nemo. And I'm fucking loving it. And there's just three seagulls on a rock next to that submarine just sitting there. And every so often, they just open their beaks and they start belting out the mine, mine, mine. And it, it now became one of my favorite places to walk at Disneyland because I want to hear that because I think it's fucking <laughs> genius. Like, it's a it's a genius character trait that Pixar brought to those birds. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Very memorable. And... I remember being in Disneyland Paris and my friend's like, oh, we need to go on the Nemo ride. I'm like, nope, pass. Thanks. I don't really want to sit in a submarine. She's like, no, no. The Nemo ride here is a roller coaster. It's a little bit different. So we're lined up to go on. It's a turtle shell upside down that seats four people and it, it rotates on a pivot and then it goes on the actual course. So it goes on the, okay. the roller coaster and it's rotating the whole time you're doing it. And it's fucking, it's like you're supposed to be the turtles taking that wave to Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? So that's, that's what that's supposed to be. And the it's current fun. or whatever. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Yeah. It's an awesome ride. But while you're lined up, there's like a, a food shack, like a crab shack. And if the lineup is really, really long, you're just sitting there for like an hour and a half. And every 45 seconds, all you hear is mine, 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 mine. <laughs> it drove me fun. As much as I love that sound, I don't need to hear it for an hour and a half straight. So does it go off when people walk by? Or no, is I think it it's on, on a timer. I think it's on a timer because oh, yeah. we were just standing in line, not really moving too much and it was going off. So nothing was triggering it that I know of. I mean, I'm not an animatronic ninja that works for, for Disney, but I'm assuming it's on a timer. It's probably cheaper than motion sensor. Yeah. But do you think if they were doing that contest that if they went up there and they're like, mine, 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 do you think they would win? <laughs> Oh, it depends if the judges have a sense of humor or not. <laughs> uh, you would hope so. At least get some sort good. of. I wonder if there's like auditions to actually go and be a contestant. Like if there's like hundreds of people that try out ahead of time and then they select the best 50. I don't know. You need to join. You need to do it. Hmm. And then you could you can get all the dirty details about how this contest Practice works. Practice squawk. No, I don't know. That doesn't sound right. You should use all the stuffing and build a fucking seal costume. <laughs> oh. with, the, with the bear as a cowl over top of it because you were so fucking awesome. You killed a bear. <laughs> uh, wrapped over my shoulder, just splayed with his head right out front. 
It was weird seeing the the word Eindhoven. It's a city in the Netherlands. It's, I don't know how far away, maybe an hour and a half from Amsterdam. And the only reason I recognize the name is because I flew into an airport there once. When I picked the flight, I didn't realize that it wasn't landing in Amsterdam. It was landing like an hour and a half away from Amsterdam. So we had to take a bus. And uh, the, the bus... Mm. The bus, I'd never seen buses like this before, but the the driver, when they're when they're sitting in the front, the mirrors look like and like antenna. They're so big and hanging mm. over the front of the bus that it looks like antenna on like a bug. And I was like, these buses look like bugs. These are fucking cool looking. And that that's all I was thinking about when I was reading about that that seagull thing was that that city is the first time I ever saw one of those weird looking buses. It's weird how the how the brain works. Yeah. I haven't thought about yeah. that city in almost 17 years and reading about it today i'm like and you just pulled out a story just randomly yeah it's gonna suck when i get really old and forget shit you know what i kind of noticed a weird coincidence lately i've been seeing a lot about dr pepper like commercials or whatever i was watching um uh reality tv dating show and there was this therapist and her name was dr pepper oh and i turned on american pickers today and it was an episode they were picking in a dr pepper plant like an old bottling plant and i'm like what kind of pop do i have in my fridge right now fucking dr pepper awesome (laughs) that's my number one go dr pepper right now like just weird coincidence hey or is it like subliminal marketing messages that it it, it can't be you you see it on a reality show then all you have one in your fridge already you you didn't know that that would be on the reality show i mean unless unless you did how often do you see commercials like do you you don't see commercials for stuff anymore right Mm -hmm. no no you wouldn't have seen a commercial for the episode no and and it was the therapist's name the therapist's name was dr pepper But or is it that programming thing where they say once you're aware of something, you'll start seeing it everywhere? Yeah, I remember back in high school, my friends and I would borrow the hood symbols off of Volkswagens and Mercedes and stuff. And whenever I was driving with my mom on the highways to go to my cousins or whatever, and I was, I would always notice, oh, the Volkswagen coming up. Oh, there's a Mercedes coming up. I would always notice the. The cars that had the hood symbols that my friends and I were appropriating at the time. And it got me thinking, like, is that is that why I recognize those things? Because I'm not a car guy. I don't give a shit about cars. But as soon as those hood symbols came into my life, I think it was there's definitely something to that. Right. Once you Mm -hmm. are interested in something, you know, it's like you're interested in a certain band and you'll hear music that isn't from them. But it sounds like a couple bars from a song that, you know. You'll you'll, Mm. you'll recognize so much shit. Yeah, you start picking up the same, like, coincidences or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, when you buy or like a certain vehicle or buy a certain type of vehicle, then you start seeing it everywhere. Yeah. It's like, why didn't I notice it before that there's this many of this type of vehicle driving around town or whatever? Yeah, I'm with you. I fully understand that. Yeah. For me, it's Dr. Pepper right now. You've had the cream soda one, Dr. Pepper cream soda. What? Yeah, it's no. uh, I can find it in shoppers right now. It's got the same logo, mm-hmm. but there's like a beige, there's like a beige, like sort of wave under the logo Dr. Pepper. And it says cream soda in like nice calligraphy style writing. 
Yeah, very well, all these subliminal messages, I'll have to go get some. Yeah, it's very smooth. It's very good. I enjoy it. I, I mixed it with some vanilla ice cream and it made my life better. And I like when my life gets made better. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be happy. That's one of my favorite things at McDonald's in the summertime is like the, the $2 drinks or the $1.50, whatever the drink days are. I don't know what the price is these days. Well, you it know. used to be a dollar. Yeah. But you, you grab the, the large Coke and you get an ice cream cone. You just like plop off the ice cream from the cone into the thing of Coke and you're good. It's delicious. Make a... Mm-hmm. Coke yeah. float at McDonald's for less than three bucks. Or like an iceberg. They call it an iceberg here. Iceberg. It's ice cream, like soft serve ice cream yeah. on top of a slushy. Oh, we so call good. those like Franco's in our hometown. We call that mm-hmm. uh, Slurpee float. And here in my town here, yeah. they call them screamers. <laughs> so I think most of our, our stories are done and done. Yeah. So we peace out for the, the week and let people reflect on seagulls and dolls coming to life. Yeah, yeah. Stay creepy, you know it alls. Peace out, no dolls. We will chat with you all next week. Bye. Do you not know how landlords Show work? Up at his house late at night, tap on the window. <laughs> hey, hey, my roof is leaking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my my parking lot lines aren't aren't painted well enough. Can you can you get someone to repaint those? I don't know. Fuck whatever. <laughs> so stupid. Well, I'm definitely not going to use any of that for an after credit. Nobody needs that. <laughs> that after credit today that was fucking choice i'm not gonna say it was better than the show because it wasn't but it was pretty fucking close i'm like (laughs) what was the after credit he goes uh you and charlie ray talking about burritos and him taking a shit i was like okay yeah that's right but i mean not in those it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't grotesque or anything or like vivid and i was like i sort of remember that so i went listen to it and i just fucking laughed my ass off i was like this is so I mean, if I didn't know me or Charlie Ray and I was listening, I'd be pretty fucking happy listening to this on a daily basis. I just wish <laughs> I wish the show was like that for like an hour and a half a day because it was it was good conversation. And and uh, we weren't even going to use it like we just I just did this right. I hit record and we just started talking about stuff. And one thing led to another. And pretty soon we had, you know, pretty good chat going on. I was like, shit, I need to end this. We have a show to do. We have a topic to discuss. And this doesn't fit in at all with the topic. What episode was it? Uh, I don't remember. A couple weeks ago. I, I couldn't honestly tell you because the after credits aren't always from the episode. Like I've got a whole uh-huh. bunch of sound clips and sound bites that I, I t- took out of episodes for the last three years. Just saved it into a file. And I thought maybe one day I would just mm-hmm. compile them all together with some music in the background. And I thought I just grabbed little funny bits here and stuff we didn't use. A lot of it is, is us testing the microphones when when Teapot and I were recording. We would be <laughs> like, I'm going to talk like this, this close to the microphone. How about you? It's like, I'm going to enunciate like this. And then we would just like <laughs> talk stupidly. And I, I recorded it just so I could listen to it to make sure that we got our levels right. And I saved yeah. it all. So now I'm throwing those at the end as well. So I... Yeah, the after credits aren't necessary. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I wonder 
in about a year, because this is about, I'd say it's supposed to be a weekly show and it probably comes out three out of four weeks, right? So three times a month. So there's going to be 36 after credits and they're going to be like 30 seconds to five minutes long each. If you released in just an after credit special, would that be good? <laughs> yeah. All it is is after credits? Hmm. Yeah, for like the 150th. Yeah, <laughs> it's no new content, nothing exciting, just a, a rehash of shit that wasn't good enough to be in the episode. Like shitting burritos. Uh, that's not exactly what it was. It was just about a, a an awesome oh. restaurant he went to and just how, you know, Taco Bell and any mon pa Mexican place, it's it's not good for your bowels. You know, there there's there's a mm. lot of work going on in your belly after you have good Mexican food and bad Mexican food. It's it's the same result either way. So that's yeah. all he was that's yeah. all we he and, was talking about. Yeah, I haven't caught it yet. Hmm. I couldn't tell you which one it was. Somewhere in the last five. But, yeah. Yeah, I've been on a roll getting recordings uh edited. I felt so good. Just so good. Yeah. Right? Just pumping them out. Instead of dedicating my time to watching TV or playing Call of Duty, I just decided I was going to edit and it made me feel more accomplished. So I need more episodes so I can edit so I can feel more accomplished. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good plan. I like it. It's like building up the momentum. Did you color your hair recently? It looks lighter. Maybe it's the light shining. No, it's just the sun. Wait, you have sun? Yeah, there's sun here quite a bit. Mm, we got nothing but gray skies, clouds, and dime like size hail. Like all the time? No, nah, just the last couple of days have been pretty shitty. It mm. looks like it's going to rain, and then it never does rain. You'll you'll get like two drops, and then it's yeah. just gone. And you're like, all right, either rain or don't rain. Because I'm I'm waiting for people yeah, to come. Yeah, like today. I'm waiting for people to come spray for ants in my backyard. Oh my, my god, the ants. They're fucking so terrible. So fucked this year. Yeah, They're awful. So I got a company coming. They're like and... building castles and shit around the property. It's like, what are they planning? Well, I don't think they think that far ahead. They just they just produce babies and eat. <laughs> Can they really think farther ahead? Like, do you think they have stuff planned? I don't know. They must. Look at how they live. They got to hmm. plan all those tunnels and stuff, right? Don't they have little team meetings? I don't know. I, I was thinking about together that. and <laughs> the other day there, there was an ant by the back door at work. And I, I mean, I'm a food place, so I can't have ants. So I step on it. And then I think I, I see one of these a day in, in my restaurant somewhere, just lonely walking around. Like there's no trails, there's no food for them to get. So he's on a mission, right? He was sent by his queen to go find food. And then once he finds food, he leads the others to the food. But if I step on him, do the people back at the the colony go, hey, where did where did Gary go? Like, oh, we sent Gary <laughs> over there to go get food. They're like, oh shit, Gary hasn't come back. Well, you know, let's send Sandra. We gotta send Sandra because she's gotta find Gary and she's gotta find food. And then I step on Sandra because I only find one at a time, right? It's not like a swarm is going <laughs> yeah. in a direction looking for food or a colony. It's one here, one there. It's like, do they even know they're missing or are they just nameless? There's so fucking many of them that they're just like, oh, they went that way. They're not coming back. Send more. Send more. What do you think it is? Do you think they're, do you think they're individualizing missions for these guys? <laughs> maybe, maybe, but they're not all that smart. I mean, they should send more than one. 
Well, maybe that is they the show up and droves around my place, and they'll like carry the little dead bodies off. Oh, like shit. oh no, Becky. Oh. So they, they they must care about them. They must have a mission. It can't just be you know send the platoon out to find leftover food. They send one at a time as a scout. Like maybe he's like the James Bond of the ants. Yeah. He's all solitary. <laughs> he's out there to accomplish the mission, and then my foot just changes that. Did you see any cool gadgets laying around him? Too small. I guess. Too small. Oh. He wouldn't be able to. It'd be pretty amazing if you could look under a microscope and see him in a fucking tuxedo, right? <laughs> uh, Little knife sticking out of his shoe. I do suppose if I looked into ants, read about it and shit, I would probably understand them more. But as it stands, I just I want to live with the idea in my head that they're sending James Bond type mission ants out one at a time to try and track down that delicious supply of food and then they're going to send the rest of the colony because once they find food there's thousands of them yeah so the one does come back yep. do you think he brings the food back or do you think he's like no no this way come this way do you think he leaves breadcrumbs like does he leave like a, a pheromone or some sort of does he shit yeah it's like a scent or something Must so he doesn't lead it he doesn't leave it to find the food, but once he finds it, then he leave, leaves leaves the scent? Oh, he must... How's he find, his, how's he find <laughs> his way back? He must leave the scent there and back. It's all like instincts and scent, yeah. Well, if you think about it... Well, like, have you seen them? They follow a freaking line. Yeah. Like, it is a line. Wherever that front one walked, that's where the other ones walk. I mean, I don't know what that is, but it is like a perfect line. If they curve a little bit, the other ones will curve. It must They're be all a just scent that was dropped. Followers. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I do want to study them now because that's kind of cool. If you can imagine yourself. Just get a little out farm or just go outside in your backyard. Oh, I was thinking about just like going to Google and Wikipedia. I'm not thinking about like actually creating a colony and following it. <laughs> like live. I, I'm paying someone to come kill those fuckers. I don't want more of them. <laughs> I fucking hate them. You want to find... study them before you kill them? No, I'll study them online. I mean, there, there's no education you can't get by reading online, right? Oh, absolutely. YouTube, I mean, that, Google. That I mean, but are, are they truthful? How do you know you're learning the right thing? There's a lot of TikTok videos where I'm like, that that can't possibly be real. You can't possibly.